You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to 1 Peter 4, 1 through 11. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. For whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, so as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. For the time that is past suffices for doing what the Gentiles want to do, living in sensuality, passions, drunkenness, orgies, drinking parties, and lawless idolatry. With respect to these, they are surprised when you do not join them in the same flood of debauchery, and they malign you. But they will give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is why the gospel was preached, even to those who are dead, that though judged in the flesh the way people are, they might live in the spirit the way God does. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks the oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Now at the end of the last section, In the previous day's podcast, and at the beginning of this section, Peter instructs the church how to live in an age of persecution. Then he closes this section with some words of exhortation to the church in how to love one another. What I want you to see today is that the greatest Christian virtue is love. I want you to see how it plays itself out here at the end of this chapter. Verse 8 says, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. He then exhorts the church to show hospitality to Christians who are on the run. This is an act of love. And and finally, he divides the ways that people serve in the church into two broad categories, serving and speaking. So this is all under the umbrella of loving one another. So love one another by covering one another's sins, love one another by showing hospitality, and now at the end, love one another by how you serve one another. And then he does this. He goes off into two specific ways that we serve one another in the church. The road kind of forks here at this point. Both routes, whichever road you take, both routes lead to the same direction. Both routes stem from the loving heart of a believer. One road is demonstrating love through service. The other road for the Christian is to demonstrate their love in how they speak how they teach, how they edify the church with their mouth. Every Christian is to serve and use their gift. If they are serving the church, they do so in the strength that God supplies. So here's, here's one of those two roads. So the loving Christian is either going to primarily have a serving gift or a speaking gift. If they have a serving gift, they do that gift with the strength that God supplies. God has equipped them for that gift. So they're exercising that gift. If your gift is a speaking gift, so let's go down the other road, the other loving road. If your gift is a speaking gift, then you exercise it by speaking 
the Word of God. The way for you to love your brothers and sisters is not to give them your opinions about sports or politics or economics. The way to love your brothers and sisters with your speaking gift is to speak to them the Word of God. So believer, take inventory of your love for your local church based on this passage. Ask the Lord to strengthen you to serve your brothers and to serve your sisters in Christ with a heart of love. Ask the Lord to help you edify them by speaking the word of God to them. And in speaking this way, you'll be loving them well. Finally, what will be the result of all this? If we're to love one another, we cover one another's sins, we, we, we are hospitable to those in need, and thirdly, we know how to serve one another, we know how to speak to one another. If we're doing all of that as loving Christians, what will be the result of this? Well, you see it in the very last verse of this section. In order... Do all of this in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. What I want to highlight here at the end is that Jesus deserves fame. God deserves glory. How does he get that glory? How does he get more ascribed glory? Now, you can't add to who God is. He, he is who he is, but we can ascribe more and more glory to him. Now, I think a right-thinking Christian would say, that's what I want for God. I want him to be known. I want him to be worshiped and praised. Well, then let me, let's rewind the tape. How, according to this passage, does he get more ascribed glory? Here's the answer. In how you love your brothers and sisters, how you cover their sins, you, you bear with them, you're patient, you forgive them, how hospitable you are, to believers in need, and third, how you serve and speak in the church, how you use your gifts in the church. You do all of those things from a heart of love, and God will be more and more famous. My prayer is that as you love your brothers and sisters in Christ, more people would see, whether they're Christians or unbelievers, more people would see how amazing God is. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.